Welcome to Oasis Podcast Sermons, where our call is to gather the scattered back into relationship with God. Holy Spirit, give each listener discernment, wisdom, and understanding as they desire to know you more. Speak to their hearts and continue to guide and direct them into deeper relationship with you. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Enjoy. I was sitting here, as Sean asked me to you know, read some words and see what the Spirit does, and I said, don't even bother, like, you know, uh, you know, studying or whatever else, right? And, you know, um, just let the Spirit lead. But, um, you know, I uh, I just, I kept getting my head, I was like, well, when you go to compete, you know, or in anything, you got to study, you got to train somehow, right? Maybe some kind of training. I mean, I know we're in, we're in Team Challenge, uh, I'm a Teen Challenge, I'm a student of Teen Challenge, I have a brothers here that are all here uh, from Teen Challenge, and uh, I'm proud to be a Teen Challenge student, you know, um, um, the first time around I wasn't very proud of it, I was hiding in the corner with my head down a lot of time, uh, more on my smile sometimes, but most, for the most part I was filled with depression, um, I wasn't happy about myself, I was ashamed of myself, I couldn't, I barely, I didn't feel like I um, was worthy to stand for the Lord, um, I felt very um, ashamed of who I was. And, um, and I just, I don't know, I just felt like everybody else more holy than me. Either they're more holy than me, or I'm fake. You know, being in this crowd of their fake, somebody is, you know. So, uh, you know, started, people start. I just had a lot of accusations in my head against people and the group that this group, uh, well, we had come out of different groups and uh, tried to form and brother and sisters, uh, different kinds of groups we were part of, Eric and Ashley. We've all been part of the uh, same groups and stuff like that. Just, um, thank God for Oasis. And, um, but anyways, I relapsed, I fell off, you know, and, uh, but, um, but I come back again and I just, I feel like a little kid is running to his father and he's just running to him and it's just so, uh, filled with joy that he's accepting me back like a prodigal son, you know, and, um, I'm embracing it full force, just like, you know, uh, full force. I don't care what comes at me. I don't care who don't like it. And, uh, it's just, I'm just, I'm just accepting his acceptance of me, you know, um, in the, in the house, we have a really good house right now, and I'm just excited to have the brothers that come alongside me here. Um, we're all really close. We have the worship team, but also have a workout partners right here. Uh, Paul, what's up, Paul? What's up, bro? My right there. Uh, and then, uh, so just everybody's here. We work hard. We uh, we work a lot. We do a lot. We're up a lot, up early, up uh, down, up late, you know, all of the above. Um, I just, I'm kind of like Moses, all right? So I'm like, all right, you want to speak, but I have a hard time communicating what I'm saying. So, um, so I'm going to go for it anyway and just see what the Holy Spirit does. And I asked some brothers to bring some words with them just in case I, you know, I fail at this. But uh, I just want to go through James right now. If you guys go turn to James uh, 5.16. Autumn, you want to read that for us? Confess your sins to each other and pray for each other so that you may be healed. The earnest of prayer is um, the earnest prayer of a righteous person has great power and produces wonderful results. Jesus. Um, so uh, there was a there was something that somebody said this morning. One of the pastors that we went to see, uh, he was talking about um, how we could ask for forgiveness from the Lord, and then the Lord uh, forgives us our sins. But but it was interesting to me, and something that stuck out to me when this verse right here was that when we confess to one another our sins and confess and uh, that we are healed then. You know, when we're able to come out and just say, hey, brother, this is what I've been struggling with, and um, in our small groups or whatever else, you know, just be able to say things we're struggling with, that God then heals us in that. And that's so exciting to me. So, 
Um, I also want to turn to uh, over to Second uh, Corinthians six, verse eleven. O Corinthians, we have spoken openly to you. Our heart is wide open. You are not restricted by us, but you are restricted by your own affections. Now in return for the same, I speak to you as children, you also be open. Do not be unequally yoked together with unbelievers. For which fellowship has righteousness with lawlessness, and what communion has light with darkness? And what accord has Christ with Baal, Belial, I don't know what that is. Or what part has a believer with an unbeliever? And what agreement has the temple of God with idols? For you are the temple of the living God, as God has said. I will dwell in them and walk among them. I will be their God, and they shall be my people. Therefore, come out from among them and be separate, says the Lord. Do not touch what is unclean, and I will receive you. I will be a father to you, and you shall be my sons and daughters, says the Lord Almighty. A lot in there, right there. You know, I'm, I'm hearing right now, what I'm hearing is uh, to come out separate from the, from other people, from the world, you know, to, uh, it's like, kind of like us, we come out of, uh, come out of, to separate ourselves away from it, and to get near the Lord. And in that, I'm like asking the Lord, I'm sitting here asking the Lord, Lord, how do I hear your voice, you know? How, is this your voice or whose voice is this I'm listening to? You know, um, so I just want to, uh, there's some questions and some things I wrote down right here just to stir up the ground. Uh, I was like saying, I want to hear from God. What are you, or what are we hearing? What is God saying to us this week? What is God saying to us for the future? What has God said to you about your vision? Are you doing those things that God's um, asking you to do? Did he say something to you? Uh, long time ago and uh and he's wanting you to return to it you know uh, you know what is you know where are we in our position to him right now we, i've heard a lot about trajectory and where we're going like um you know what, what's our trajectory like where are we at you know and i kept hearing i kept asking the lord well lord what do i do is like reposition yourself reposition yourself you know find find ground and reposition yourself with me you know and how do we do that well we run to our closets you know for me, I run in my closet. I mean, I run in my closet, and there's like 20 guys in the house, and I'm like, well, <laughs> I was thinking about, I was actually literally thinking about opening, leaving the door open, you know, just so everybody see how it's out in the Bible, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I, I remember that. And then, and then I remember, you know, the word says, just close the door. So, so I was like, close the door. You know, nobody needs to know where you're at, where you're doing. You know, you need to be quiet before me. That's when the Lord sees and hears. He sees and hears and will respond to you and uh, in the quiet place when nobody else is watching when nobody else is, when you're in your bed alone or when you're, when you're talking to him, he wants to answer you there. He wants to answer you from the secret place. And I just keep coming back to that. There's no, there's, where I'm at in my life right now is in a place of going up on top of the mountain like Moses did and, um, and just finding that secret place with the Lord and trying to find that quiet place, even amongst all the chaos and amongst all the con- confusion sometimes, amongst all the loudness and the screaming and the yelling and the moans and the whatever else is going on, you know, um, with all of this uh, schedule that's so tight you can barely fit five minutes in to you know listen to your own brains or anything else it's like what do you do in this moment you know you find you have to really literally dig in you have to dig into this moment you know you're you might have jobs might have um that are that are pressing you you know uh pressing you to to move faster to move harder to do all these different things um so for me 
It's like just finding that place in uh, that quiet place with God. And uh, are we set? Are we settling? You know, I want to ask you: Are we settling it in our lives? You know, are we settling for uh, what the world says is okay and uh, for the standard? Are we settling for um, just we're okay? We're okay at music. Or we're okay at the gifts that God's given us. Or we're okay at work. Or you know, I'm uncomfortable where I am. Or is God calling you to reach out to your brothers and your sisters at work or in your neighborhood? And or is He calling you across seas, Uganda? Or is He calling you to a different place? Or is He calling you somewhere else? He's calling you to the auntie or the cousin that doesn't that isn't um, that doesn't want to hear nothing about God. You know, is He calling you to to go to those uncomfortable places? You know, are we? Is He calling us to position ourselves before Him in a place that doesn't feel good? And that um, I was talking to Tim. One of my buddies, uh, he's been a Teen Challenge staff member for like five years. So, uh, and I was kind of picking his brain because I want to know, how do you end up staying in a place like this five years? And uh, he barely gets through one, you know, I was like, how, how do you do it, Tim? You know, and I just kind of talked to him and he just took me aside and said, let me show you some of my notes. And so I was reading through his notes and reading what God was saying to him in this time. And uh, and the things I was reading, I'm, I mean, just blew my mind. So this is where I got all this stuff was, I got a lot of this, I'm just going to give him props, I mean, because it was him. Uh, give a shout out to Tim because he and he said it's cool I could do that. So he's been he didn't want to come talk himself. So I I was just kind of taking notes on Tim. So I was just like you know what he blows my mind because he's where I where I want to be. I want to be in service to the Lord. You know. I want to have a posture, my heart posture. He says all about heart posture every day. Waking up going where's my posture at with the Lord? Is my mind my mind on money and the things of this world, or is my mind on what God said to me the first time, the first love? You know, what did God say to me in the beginning, you know? And so, uh, so that's where I, I just took those notes there. What does waiting on God look like to you? What, is, what does waiting on God look like to you? I mean, it's a whole different waiting. When God tells us to wait, it's, it's, it's different than we think of waiting. Waiting's not waiting. We're waiting for something to happen like we see or do nothing. Waiting's when you stand like a server. You're waiting, you're waiting on people. You're handing them their drinks, asking them what they need, you know. You're, it's like Dave opened up his house to us over here and uh, he's serving us. He's he's uh, loving on us. He's giving away money, coffee, and all these different things. He's like, it's like waiting on God. We're waiting on him to move in our lives and open up the door to do so. We have to open up the door. We have to walk through it. Um, and so I just see like all these bills around me. It's, it's Sean coming to Teen Challenge every single week faithfully, two times a week, coming to, in the morning. He doesn't get paid to do that. He comes early in the morning, bright-eyed, but tell, come and tell us about Jesus and uh, wrestle with us about things that we have questions about. And, uh, you know, it's, it's people that serve, give their service up, give of their best, right? The first of everything, right? It's their energy that they're giving to us. That's when I see Jesus. I see Jesus when people are giving up of themselves, you know? Um, yeah, I, I like what you're saying about patience. I kind of get that out of Matthew 11, 28, 30. Come all you who are weary and burdened, rest in me. Yeah. You know, resting to me is a, a verb. When I rest in God, I am recharging, refilling, and in His, in those moments, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And um, asking God where to go, what to do. That's resting in Him to me, it is um, being, having discernment and being able to hear His voice. It's kind of resting in Him. Does 
So, so patience, God demonstrates patience to us, it's a fruit. So, you know, sometimes we just have to wait and do nothing and just be patient. God demonstrates that, we're just being patient. Perseverance means we're doing the same thing over and over and over because we're just not gonna let up. You know, God, I know this is where you want me, I'm just gonna keep pressing, I'm gonna keep, you know, I'm not gonna give up. And he honors that too. He honors perseverance. That's good. Resting, waiting, kind of going hand with me. I don't know, personal life type resting. I'm, I'm resting in Him. Means I trust Him. I don't just walk up to my, my buddy over here and go, Hey, buddy, I'm gonna just you know put my hand on your shoulder and rest with you and trust you and trust that you know like you're you know it just like it's like it can't enable you know. I want to get to this part too. Is um, I want to hear God's voice better for me today. I want to hear better so that I'm not falling in those traps. Those traps I've fallen in before that near near life near death experiences, you know, explosions, uh, drugs, and everything else that goes with that, um, you know, and that life that I've led, the person I was, and I don't want to be no more, the person I'm put to death every single morning I wake up, I put that guy to death in the name of Jesus, and by, by just pressing forward, his mercy has made me every morning, and I believe him, mm-hmm. so I'm not going to listen to that when he's lying to me, tell me, you're, the, you're like, you remember when you did this, you remember, you remember when uh, this and that, this and that, you know, and uh, I'm just like, I rebuke you devil, your place is in hell. And I'm, when he reminds me of my past, I'm going to remind him of his future, amen? Mm-hmm. I'm remind him of his future. So, um, I want to be like, you know, when I was in the fire and I'm burning to death, I remember uh, what, I, what, like you said, what you just said, was even, it just brought me back to that moment when I, when I'm going back into your hand club, I want to be running with all my heart. I don't want to be running half. I mean, I want to be running full. I want to be running with all that I got in my heart. No matter how dumb I look, I want to be a fool for you. you know? mm-hmm. yeah. I don't care if I can't, I'm, I'm yapping and I'm stumbling all over my words. I want. I, I just know God's watching me and he's looking at, and uh, the guy before is the guy that would be sitting here talking like this. Yeah. You know? All right, I mean, I just wouldn't. So, like, um, so it's just, hey, I'm just filled with, I'm just filled with uh, hope in him. So yeah, I was wanting to come back over to Verse, uh, we're here, we're in 2 Corinthians uh, chapter 6, uh, verse 17. Sure. And uh, it says, uh, Therefore come out from among them and be separate, says the Lord. Do not touch what is unclean, and I will receive you. I will be a father to you, and you shall be my sons and daughters, says the Lord Almighty. Mm-hmm. So there is, like you were saying, brother, there is an enemy out there, and, uh, and uh, he is doing push-ups. For us, and he's waiting just to attack. But that's not where our eyes are. Our eyes are on the Lord, and we want to keep our eyes uh, fixed on Jesus. Because the waves around us, like when Peter stepped, stepped out into the waves, the waves around us are the cares of his life and all the things that quench the spirit of God. Mm-hmm. And uh, that we don't want to keep our eyes on those, even though we constantly, day after day, get stuck on those things. At least I do. Um, you know, the little things will rise up, and a little bit of doubt comes in my heart. Uh, and I, I'm, I become fixated on it, maybe for a time. And uh, but this is the main focus is to go. Jesus, you saved me. You did these things for me. You mm-hmm. saved me from hell. You, you've uh, healed my mom from cancer. You, and I start to just speak against it. Yes. And I start to say what the Lord has done in my life. The Lord has done, uh, done, healed my heart from uh, rheumatic heart disease. He has healed my skin, gave me new skin. He has given my children back to me. He has reconciled. He has created reconciliation in my life. He's, uh, he's made me a friend. To the friendless of uh you know a brother to the brotherless you know what i mean 
and uh, just give me a heart of mercy, right? And uh, one of the four was cows. And uh, so, while well, here I want to talk about something I just heard. <laughs> I just heard this uh, about, I don't know if you ever heard about the Judas code goat. The Judas goat? Mm-hmm. Anybody heard about the Judas goat? Ranchers? Yeah. You heard about the Judas? Is that a secret? <laughs> it's kind of like, well, okay, so this is a little different. You tell me what you think. Better. The Judas goat is a goat. Okay, there's a Judas goat and Judas steer. So, <laughs> the Judas goat is a goat that you go out there with the sheep and it becomes friends with the sheep and it just, you know, I, there's literally pictures of like these, these goat, this goat showing with the sheep, just laying on the sheep, you know, rubbing them, and then, uh, and they're just like, they're just having, being all good old friends, I mean, he's just getting, and he's running around with his wagon's little tail, and then all the sheep are following him around, and he's getting all their love and attention, and next thing you know, he's all, let's go, and they run off, and uh, he jumps into this little spot, and uh, all the sheep follow him in, and then the doors close behind him. And the only one that can get out is the goat. The goat gets out. They call it the Judas goat. Because it leads all the, all the sheep to slaughter. Uh, oh my God. What I want to ask you is, um, well, hard question is, are we the Judas goats in our lives? Or, or are we looking out for that Judas goat? Are we keeping our eyes open for our families, our friends, our brothers? Because um, we know that we don't fight against flesh, but against principalities, powers of darkness. And so we need to realize that, that these people, some people need deliverance from these things, right? And so we're not to pray against these people, but against the things that bind them and the, uh, the, the, the enemy that comes in there, right? And it's, um, so I thought it was really interesting uh, because all of a sudden you can get stuck on this teaching about, you know, the Judas goat or, and the people like that, or you could really get, you could just realize that it's from the enemy. It's not about the people. God loves the people, you know, mm-hmm. and he wants to, he wants to come and be there, have a relationship with them and with our brothers. And so... I've been fighting that, you know, sometimes I want to write people off, I want to, uh, things like that, it's real easy just to write people off, sometimes you got to, you know, sometimes you got to write somebody off for a little bit of time, and let the Lord have them, you know, but, uh, and just keep praying for them, you know, yeah. but, um, and there's just a moment in time we got to do that, but then there's another time when we've got to hear the Lord's voice, and where is that, where do, what do we do, how do we do that, well, that's the war, that's the battle we're in right now, so if, um, someone would turn to Psalm 139, Verse 23 and 24. Search me, O God, and know my heart. Try me and know my thoughts. And see if there be any grievous way in me. And lead me in the way everlasting. Mm. Search my heart, O God. Lead me. This is the heart of a brother that... This is the heart that God wants us to have for everyone and for ourselves. I, I just want the Lord to search me and examine me. I want to know. I want to... Like, when I go before the Lord personally... Um, I go to the Lord, ask Him to examine anything in me that's not that's not of Him, and remove it. Um, and a lot of the time, I'll tell you, uh, I, I'm not happy about where I, what He tells me. Um, you know, like sometimes it's like you got to stop working out, or you know, you got to. There's just certain things like I just like I got to get rid of some of these things out of me. You know, um, the heart of, of uh, working out, or the heart of like it just gets too much sometimes because it starts to become too vain, or different things like this. You know, it's like. Uh, Cause of things that uh, you got to remove out of your life, like uh, like I just recently. Um, I mean, you might have to tell friends that you've had been friends with a long time that I can't, you know, I can't be friends with you right now. Uh, right now, I'm, I'm searching the Lord, searching for the Lord. I'm seeking Him, and I'm gonna pray for you. But uh, right now, I, we gotta have, we gotta, um, we just need to separate for now. I need to get separate. It says separate ourselves, come out from among them, and be separate, says the Lord. 
where he said to Abraham. You know, he said, Abraham, his father, he said, I want you to walk with your father and your brother's house to his land I will show you. He wants to, he wants a personal relationship with us. Um, he wants a personal relationship with each one of us. And, um, and for me, I remember this time, I was, remember sitting in jail. I was sitting in jail and uh, I was hard-headed. I was in a cell all by myself and uh, I was hard-headed and, and say the least. And uh, they were telling my mom, telling me, you know, I want you to go to uh, Teen Challenge. I said, I will never go to Teen Challenge. <laughs> you say that somebody else said, you know, I said, I'm never going to God. I want nothing to do with God. He can shut it. You know, I really don't care. And so, like, uh, and I said, I don't want to do that. Well, 20 days in there, <laughs> I was like, you know, I started reading. The only thing you read in there was this Bible sitting there, you know. So I started reading. I was fine, fine, whatever. You know? I started all right from the beginning. So I would start from the beginning. I would read it to the end. I was thinking that I'll just start reading and see what happens. See if God actually wants to come talk to me. Because I didn't believe he could. I didn't believe that he would actually want to talk to me. I felt like I'd done enough stuff to where um, that he just, I just, I, know, I felt filthy. And I, was, I was ashamed of him before him. But I got to the part where he tells Abraham, come out from your father's house and away from your brothers. And at that moment, I felt the Holy Spirit move on me. And it was, I it felt like he went like this, and he was like going, that's, I'm talking to you, bud. Right? I'm talking to you. I said, dang it. Dang it, dude. And I was like, I gotta take a shower, wipe this off me. I gotta get out of here and get me some more burpees. But uh, I, remember, uh, I remember hitting the shower and then like leaving the shower and it's like, I, I was on time, it was all over me. I said, oh my God, I'm away today and now I'm gonna get old, my but like, no. But um, Rupi, you had a, um, you have a testimony for this week with that uh, course and then. Oh, um, I was gonna have to go to jail this week. Um, first it was thirty, then it was sixty, then it was ninety, and then it was fifteen. And then my probation would get revoked, and then it's like whatever. I'll do fifteen days, and then they're like, well, the judge was like, well. Uh, the directors have put in a good word for you, so you don't have to go to jail. Basically, just continue doing your program, and you're good. Mm. Wow. That's so, great. It's awesome. <laughs> you weren't worried at all, though. I hope Holy Spirit spoke to you about something in this message today. If you would like to come to service in person, we meet on Sundays at Palmer's Cafe in Bend, Oregon at 5 p.m. located at 645 Northeast Greenwood Avenue. Or if you have any questions about what you just listened to, please email us at oasis.centraloregon at gmail.com. Thanks for tuning in.